Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. One, two, three, four. Everybody, this is G Marie coming to you live and in full effect with G Marie Taught Me, the podcast. So it's been a really, really crazy week and a half. Um, last week I was in Cincinnati and I had a work trip and it went really, really well. And uh, just over the weekend, I was in. Idlewild, Michigan, the historic Idlewild, Michigan. When I say, oh my God, I had so much fun in Idlewild. Um, I've always heard about the town before, but this this vacation was really, really fun. It was uh it was quick, it was short, but it was a lot of fun. I got to meet a lot of cool people in Idlewild. Um, a lot of them are from Detroit, and we just all uh went up north. Uh, kind of like near Saginaw and Bay City, Michigan, in that area. And we had a ball. The I mean, really, like, the trip was a lot of fun. It was organized by um, two gentlemen that I actually went to high school with, uh, DSA alumni, Kevin Irwin and Kwaku. And the guys did such an amazing job. Like, honestly, I haven't, been, I haven't had that much fun in a while um, just visiting – Michigan. I mean, I'm always working in Michigan whenever I have to, you know, visit accounts and stuff for my job. But this trip was really special. Um, man, I, I had so much fun. And uh, basically what I'll do is I'll cover what we ate, um, a Bible verse that I've been meditating on, uh, what I loved about Idaho, Michigan and where I will be traveling next. So um, we ate Lots and lots of hot dogs and hamburgers <laughs> when we first got there, which was cool. And I ended up uh, helping them out, grilling and stuff, and just getting stuff kind of set up for the events. And uh, we had a gourmet chef come in and make some... <clears throat> oh, I had a frog in my throat. I'm sorry. And make some food for us. <laughs> and it was really good. Um, I know we had like a, a quinoa, sweet potato... Um, or should I say sweet potato with the quinoa and dill kind of pesto sauce on top of it, a uh, grilled chicken on uh ciabatta bread with sauteed peppers and onions. And um, I want to say we had mashed cauliflower. Like I'm pretty sure it was mashed cauliflower, but it was really good. It tastes like a mashed potato. So it was really, really good. Um, we had a campfire with the s'mores. I ended up actually falling asleep because I'm an old lady. But that was around like 12, I think. And I ended up going back to my cabin 
um, and just going to bed. I was so exhausted from just traveling from Cincinnati and then waking up the next day at like six in the morning to get right back on the road. Now, luckily, I didn't have to drive. Um, the trip provided us with transportation to the location. Um, so we took uh, the old Magic School bus. That was a lot of fun. Really bumpy, but it was a lot of fun on our way up there. And again, I just got to meet some really, really cool people. And there was lots of tequila, lots of Hennessy, lots of Jack Daniels, lots of beer and lots of relaxing. Um, prayers. I, I, I hate to say this, but I didn't meditate when I was in Idlewild. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I was having so much fun just enjoying the experience that I really didn't meditate in the morning. Um, but I did get to sleep in, which was really cool. Uh, Saturday and Sunday. So that helped, <laughs> but, uh, next time I'll cover a prayer from my next, uh, trip and I'll get into that later. What did I love about Idlewild? Um, well, besides the fact that it's a historical landmark and it's pretty much right in our backyard, um, I loved how close-knit a lot of the people are in the town, Uh, There was like a a bar there called the Red Rooster and it was really, really, really small. Like it's really a hole in the wall, but it's just cool. You know, all the locals go there like every so often and chill and drink and listen to good music. Um, They were playing the blues when we got there. So it was cool. It was real nice. And um, I definitely enjoyed the effort that was put into putting this trip together. Um, There were so many awesome things like that we got to do in Idlewild. We got to ride uh, ATVs. I didn't drive one. I just kind of sat and chilled, but I will be riding the ATV before the summer is over somewhere in Michigan. <laughs> so mark my word. Um, ATVs, we did tie-dyeing. Uh, we played volleyball, which, oh my gosh, 30 is definitely different than um, 13. I will say that. And my behind was sore as hell after we finished playing volleyball. Um, but that shower that I took that night, the water was like the perfect temp and we had an infrared light in our cabin. So it kind of like heats up the bathroom or whatever. And I remember my grandmother used to have an infrared light in her bathroom when I was growing up and I would, you know, get ready for bed and listen to jazz music. (laughs) And I would turn on her infrared light when I was taking a shower. So I really, really, really felt at home. Uh, I played my jazz music, my John Coltrane took my shower and turned on the infrared light and you know threw some Palmer's body oil on me the coconut oil which is amazing and no I am not being paid for this but oh my gosh that oil is awesome yeah it just it was real nice um the people oh my gosh so the people that rode the bus with us um there were two girls that we met when we were in Idlewild and they're from Detroit also. And they were so amazing. We had so much fun um, with the ladies as well as the, um, in quotes, our Idlewild husbands <laughs> that we met and we were formally introduced as um, they were the, the light skin cousin, the brown skin cousin and the dark skin cousin. But I know their real names. I just won't disclose them, but I will say this. The, um, 
light-skinned cousin, a.k.a. my Idlewild husband. He was very, very nice. He was very polite. And I really had a lot of fun with him, uh, just kicking it with him and stuff. And really just, you know, getting to know different people. It was really nice. And I will be traveling to New York this up and coming week when I say this is like the trip that I've been waiting on for so long. I'm almost 30 and I had an opportunity in 09 to go to New York, but unfortunately I couldn't go because my Volvo, when I had a Volvo at the time, just totally shit bricks and I had to replace the ignition box. Um, and because, you know, Volvos are foreign, uh, foreign cars, I had to take it to the dealership and get the part fixed. And that was pretty much half of my New York money. So I was very disappointed. I did not get a chance to go in 09. But um, I said, next time, you know, the planner puts together the trip, mark my word, I would be there. And come hell or hot water, uh, when I say I went through a lot of shit, <laughs> despite the fact that I'm still going on this trip and I had a lot of adulting to do, I still um, made it so I can go on this trip. So I'm just really, really excited to be traveling to New York. Uh, I'm just, I don't know, like it's so amazing. I've heard so many great things and crazy things about the city. And as a Detroiter, you know, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> and even in Detroit, you know, we, we hustle hard. So I'm, I'm really excited about this trip, but let's get into the meat and the potatoes. Instagram snooping and DM sliding. So there is somebody <laughs> that I am cool with and they have a business page and a personal page. I have a business page and a personal page, but I noticed something uh, very intriguing. At times, this person goes on my personal page from their business page. But here's the kicker. They're not following my personal page on their business page, which means they have to manually type in my name to go to my Insta stories. And honestly, I mean... Because of who the person is, I kind of don't mind. I just wish they would just stalk me, quote unquote. And, and I'm probably using the word loosely, but check up on me um, under your personal page or better yet, slide in my DM or better yet, call or text me. Um, I'm here. I mean, you got my number. You know where I live at. Come on now. The only reason why it doesn't bother me is because, like I said, it's just, it's the person. So it's cool. Like, I don't, it's okay. But I just, I find it kind of interesting because at first I wasn't thinking anything of it, but then it became a habit. <laughs> and when I noticed that the person wasn't following me from their business page, I'm like, this person has to manually type in my name to go on my Insta story to see what I'm doing, which is kind of weird. But at the same time, I guess it's kind of flattering. Um, but hey, you go on Instagram, Snoop, just hit me up. You got my number. 
But anyways, never mind that. Um, DM sliding. So funny story. I literally had a talk with Jesus the other day. It was like, you know, God, I wouldn't mind if you send me somebody um, that I can actually travel with, uh, share intellectual conversations with. What else? Great food. Great sex. I mean, who doesn't love great sex? And somebody I can literally take from a basement party to a, a black tie affair. I mean, I need balance. You know, somebody that I can go to an art exhibit with and twerk at a basement party with after. But <laughs> for whatever reason, um, I guess God heard half of my call because I'd also mentioned, you know, I wouldn't mind if he was African. And this Nigerian guy slid into my DM. Now, here's the thing. The guy is not ugly, but where he messed up, there were like three different pictures of him doing duck lips. And I was just like, hold your horses, bro. You cannot be sliding in my DM and you're taking three or more duck lip pictures. Like, I'm sorry. And he's a musician. So it just really was like, you know, you know, I get it. Okay. You're trying to accumulate a certain amount of fans and a certain uh, following on social media. So I understand that you got to slide in a girl's DM and, you know, try to holler at her and shit. But I see right through you. You're not for me. Um, And that kind of sucks because, I mean, are you guys opposed to like somebody, whether it be male or female, sliding your DM and spitting some game and saying, hey, you know, I want to get to know you a little bit better. Or maybe I can take you out for coffee or, you know, maybe take you out for lunch. Um, For me, I'm like really half and half about it only because, again, I mean, the world is kind of really crazy right now. And I feel like if I'm a slide into anybody's DM, it's for business purposes or uh, literally just to introduce myself because I met somebody like when I was doing um, some business or if I'm following somebody on social media and I end up seeing them in person and I usually formally introduce myself, you know, to the person, but I also make an effort to, you know, follow up with them via DM and say, Hey, you know, it was great meeting you did a follow for a follow type of thing. But that's like the only DM sliding. I'm doing or I might you know send my friends a couple of like goofy ass videos or memes and stuff but I rarely slide into anybody's DM so I want to know like what do you guys think like what what how do you feel about this um if you are for the DM sliding and Instagram snooping or you're like hell no that shit is weird I'm not doing that shit Send me an email with your uh, comments at booking at gmariemedia.com. That's B-O-O-K-I-N-G at gmariemedia.com. I really want to know, you know, what you guys, um, how you guys feel about that. Again, I'm half and half, so I'm not for it. But yet again, I am not against it. So I'm kind of just neutral or whatever. I'm liberal about it. All right. So. There um, are some things that I do want to address because, again, the title of the podcast is G. Marie Taught Me. And I feel like you guys should walk away at least learning something or feeling like you've learned something uh, from each podcast, whether it be entertaining or uh, something, you know, serious. But I talked about uh, self-care 
on the first couple of episodes and I want to get into self-love. Um, so in our 20s, and this is an interesting conversation that was brought up via social media, but your 20s um, are is definitely a time for you to find yourself. Like a lot of 20 year olds think they just know everything under the sun when really they're still figuring a lot of shit out. And I find it so fascinating now that I am 29 and I'm slowly approaching 30 that, man, like I'm so ready to get out of my 20s and I'm so ready to get into my 30s because I felt like I've gone through so much, but I've also learned a lot and I've taken a lot of things um, for granted as well as I've taken a lot of things, a lot of L's and turned them into lessons. And I really feel like when you're in your 20s, um, this is the time for you to be selfish and really practice uh, self-care. And I really feel like you won't hit your prime until you're like single and really just, you know, doing stuff for yourself. And even if you're in a relationship, you should still practice self-care. Uh, self-care is so important for our mental simply because we do so much. We're always on the go. We're always moving. And we need time for ourselves. Like we need to really just like, you know, set time aside for ourselves and do something that will help benefit us. Uh, But most importantly, as a single woman, when you're in your 20s, that is the time for you to figure the shit that you really like and the shit that you really just won't put up with as far as dating goes. Um, and I probably talked about this on the last couple of episodes of as far as self-care, but women, oh my God, um, take some time to date you. And this also goes for men, single men, take some time to date yourself. Um, I honestly, I've been dating myself for a minute and I am finding there are a lot of things that. I like about myself. And then there are also some things that I know that I can improve about myself. And these things have carried on into past relationships and situationships. Um, And honestly, I mean, I'm going to just say this and this was even a meme, but I thought this shit was so prevalent. Uh, God did not die on the cross for you to be a side chick or a side dude. Like that is so important. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I have been in a situation where I have kicked it with a guy who was in a full blown relationship. And when I say relationship, um, a marriage that was basically jacked up and he was all upset and didn't want to be married to the chick, whatever. But the moral of the story is, um, you don't want to be a side chick at all. It's not cute. It's not fun. And it's quite stressful uh, simply because as a woman, you deserve to be all that you can be. And you deserve to be with somebody who will be all they can be to you. Uh, But first, you have to date yourself in order for you to be all that you can be to somebody else. You have to. And I found a lot of important things about myself while dating myself. And yes, I am open to dating. I'm absolutely open to dating uh, other men. But 
because I know my worth and I know the things that I will tolerate. Honestly, my tolerance for certain things, I just I would no longer put up with anymore. And that's fine. Like it's it's cool. But also at the same time, you know, sometimes I feel like, well, maybe I'm too intolerant of a lot of stuff. And I'll kind of brush a guy off before he even gets a chance to pitch his his um his date to me. But I, I'm good at, you know, picking up on people's vibes and I I vibe, you know, I, I vibe with people. And if we're not vibing, honestly, I'm not really going to give you a chance. I mean, at that point, it's kind of like this is your audition and you need to pitch yourself. You have to pitch why you want to date me. Um, of course, you know, we are instantly attracted to a person on the outside, but we don't know what they're like. Um on the inside, you know, intellectually, like, so it's nice for a gentleman to just say, Hey, you know, I want to take you out for lunch or for coffee and, you know, have a conversation with you and get to know you. Um, or I want to take you out on a date. And that's nice. Like know the difference in a guy who wants to take you out or who wants to just hang out. And that I have also learned the difference over the past couple of years. And let's just say I've gotten my bubble burst a couple of times, but now I'm doing the bubble bursting. Um, hence probably why a lot of men call me an asshole because my tolerance is just very low now for a lot of their bullshit. And it's not fuck dudes get money. Like I'm not on that uh rent at all. I like I said, I love my men. I love especially my black intelligent men. Oh my gosh. I love y'all so much. But you have to give yourself a chance to explain why you're worth dating. Like, why should I invest this time in you? Why, why should I set aside time from my busy ass schedule to get to know you? And I mean, I am the type of person, like, I like to really talk to people. Um, we don't have to talk on the phone all the time. I really hate texting. I hate texting. I, I just really feel like that's so interpersonal. Um, hell, write me a letter. I think that's cute. You know, but maybe that's because I grew up during the day and age where we wrote letters to each other. So it was more personal. You know, it was it was very personal. But I feel like texting is just so uh, I don't know. It just it really sucks. Like, I feel like you can't really get to know a person. So I would rather talk to you on the phone or talk to you in person. And I would really rather talk to you in person because I want to see, you know, your facial interactions. I want to see you know, when you're really intrigued by a conversation that we're having, like, I just, I like that personal connection. And, um, there are like some really cool gentlemen that can hold an amazing conversation. And that gets me, that's like the first thing that gets me, like, can he hold a conversation and really keep my interest? Or is he going to bore me within the first five minutes of our conversation. Okay. So the conversation is great. All right. So let's move on. We go out on a date and we're texting or, you know, we're staying in constant contact with each other. Um, I mean, you really, you gotta, you gotta put forth the effort, uh, to keep me around. Like I I keep telling people this, like I am, I'm not a difficult person, but I just won't stand for certain bullshit anymore. And if you want to hang out, that's fine. We can hang out. Um, but if you're actually interested in me, then take me out on a date. You know, don't just waste my time because if we're hanging out, say if I see a guy and we're out and he's attractive, 
yes, I'm going to walk away and get his number because there's a possibility that that could be my husband. So don't feel some type of way if you see me. Oh, excuse me one second. I'm about to go holler at this dude or I'm about to see what he's talking about because we're just hanging out. You can't be mad. You can't be mad. So if you um, if we're kicking it and you see me out on a date, mind your business. Mind your business. Ain't got nothing to do with you. You should have had to be eight. <laughs> but that's here nor there. But yes, self-care tip, please. Date yourself. Get to know yourself first. Get to know the things that you like, the things that you dislike. Um, I mean, you know, non-disclosure, even like as a woman, get to know what you like sexually. Like you, you really got to know because... I really feel like once you hit your 30s, that's when shit gets real. Like when you're in your 20s and you're having intercourse with somebody, oh, you think you know what you're doing, but really you have no fucking clue what you're doing. It's when you hit your 30s. You're like, oh, wait a second. I did not know that sex can be this amazing. So you have to discover yourself, get to know yourself, get to see or, you know, really, really see the things that you like and the things that you dislike. Um, and, and let the person know that you're dating, let them know that, because I think that's really important. Um, when you've been in a situation where, and, and this is probably a personal, but I've been sexually assaulted before and that carried over into my dating life. So I'm really cautious about the men that I date and, you know, it's one thing to like be comfortable around somebody and to hold a conversation with them. But if you're not comfortable with them in the bedroom, then more than likely, I mean, you guys shouldn't be doing anything, period. And and if better yet, if you can't call this person in case of an emergency, then you shouldn't be having sex with them at all. Um, it's a waste. It is a complete waste. But when you learn the things that you like about yourself and when you date yourself, you add value to who you are as a person and my value has increased not only because I own a business and I'm in the process of launching another business but I'm damn near 30 and I'm just like there are just certain things that I will no longer put up with anymore and it feels damn good when you can say you know what I I'm good. Like, yes, I am by myself. Yes, I am in my own company. Yes, I am single. But you know what? I'm not interested. And I'm not interested simply because I'm focusing on me. I'm bettering me. I'm dating myself. It's not, oh, you know, I'm I'm just doing me. I'm I'm married to God. No, it's not even that. It's literally just when you really realize the shit that you want, when you set that into the atmosphere that's when all of the bullshit fuck boys or even fuck women start to fall off the face of the earth because you've already made your list of the people that you will date or the people that you will tolerate, but also the things that you will tolerate or no longer tolerate uh, for yourself. And again, it feels so good when you know your worth and add text. Can I get an amen? Hopefully I can get an amen. Hopefully this might have struck a chord with a couple of people. But I'm saying this because I've been there. I've done that and I'm still learning. Can I say it again? I've been there. I've done that. And I'm still learning. I'm not perfect. I still, you know, have a couple of hiccups in my life. Um, Like I said, I am still getting to know the things that I like and the things that I don't like. But I have turned 
all of my L's into lessons as far as self-love, dating, and just life in general. So I hope this helps somebody who's listening to this podcast. Date yourself first. Get to know you. Love you. Be around you. Because when you're able to love you and be around yourself, then other people will love you and want to be around you and will crave your energy also. And it's interesting, when I went to Idlewild, uh, one of the Idlewild husbands, the dark-skinned cousin, a.k.a., he um he came to me. He was just like, you know, you're glowing. He's like, I know I, I this is like the first time we've actually kicked it or we talked or whatever, but there is a glow about you, and you are just living your life. And I'm like, you know what? It took for me to go through a lot of shit to grow through a lot of shit, and I think that's why I'm glowing. Like, I really had to go through some things for me to finally reach the point in my life where I'm at now and just being happy with me. Um, Yes, I am thick. And yes, I do consider myself a plus size female. I'm a size 16. So I am very endowed and I, I carry my weight very well. But I've also been very insecure about my weight growing up, um, especially being a dancer and being told that I was fat all of my life. And I, I've struggled with um, weight loss and weight gain. And I actually talk about that um, in my book, Chronicles of a Bitter Bitch. So, yes, I am in the process of writing a book and I haven't talked about it. Um, I've been very secretive about my project because I do plan on releasing a bunch of chronicles so they're all outlined and everything but um let, let, yeah let, let's get into it just for a second because again I want to try to keep my time at 30 minutes I don't want to bore you guys but I am writing a book called the chronicles of a bitter bitch this is a very personal book for me because I talk about a lot of things that made me bitter um, and a lot of the chapters, they're actually really funny names. So lust made me a bitter bitch. Love made me a bitter bitch. Fuck boys made me a bitter bitch. Implicit bias made me a bitter bitch and depression made me a bitter bitch, just to name a few. But, um, I definitely cover, you know, self-love and self-care in this book. But the reason why I named it Chronicles of a Bitter Bitch, not because, I am still bitter, but I am simply sharing um, my story, the outcome, the lesson and how I'm moving forward and maybe how I can help somebody else move forward with a situation that has um, held a lot of weight on their heart. Uh, the main thing is writing this book was definitely a release for me um, and it's been a very hard release too. It's like honestly, it's like, um, and I don't want to say that because it sounds like really disgusting, but like being constipated and finally just releasing everything <laughs> for the first time. But there was so much hurt that I was holding on to. And, um, the most, the complicated, the most complicated chapter that I did have to write was love made me uh, a bitter bitch. And that really goes into, um, detail about Gary's death. And, even lust. Lust was hard too because it goes into detail about um, something that happened and it was a gentleman that I was dealing with at the time. It was a situationship and it lasted for a very, very long time. 
And um, without giving too much of the book away, I might release it as an ebook first, just to kind of give you guys a sneak peek. Or I might just say, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to write the book and then hopefully have it published and released by my 30th birthday. So keeping my fingers crossed, um, my 30th isn't until next year, June 6th, but we're going to make that our date. We will hopefully make that our release date on my birthday, June 6th. Yes, Chronicles of a Bitter Bitch. So please be on the lookout for that book as well as the other Chronicles that I will be releasing uh, throughout the next couple of years or so. So, all right, we are wrapping up the show and I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, This is really, really crazy that I'm even doing this, but I am so happy. I'm proud of myself for doing something like this. Um, I'm actually an introvert. The older I've gotten, the more um, quieter I've gotten. So this is a release for me and hopefully a release for you guys. And I really hope that, you know, you enjoy listening to me rant and rave about, you know, a whole bunch of crazy stuff, my, my travels, things that I've experienced, my interesting dating life and many more. But you know, if you want to hit me up, if there's a topic that you want me to cover, or if there's something on your mind, if you have any questions, you can always send me an email at booking, B-O-O-K-I-N-G at gmariemedia.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at the G Marie Smith. That is T-H-E- G-M-A-R-I-E-S-M-I-T-H. You can like us on Facebook or you can follow us on Twitter. Should I say you can follow me on Twitter? That is my personal page. Or you can follow my business page, G Marie Media, which is G-M-A-R-I-E-M-E-D-I-A. Or you can like us on Facebook. I think I'm gonna have a giveaway too. I haven't decided what I want to give away yet, but... That will be very soon. So just keep listening and leave a review. Tell me how you like the show, how you don't like the show, um, what you want me to talk about. If you want me to have certain guests on the show to talk about certain things, just anything you guys want to hear. All right. It has been real. I hope I have been nothing but real to y'all. I hope you enjoyed this nice, hot little 30 minutes or so of me um, talking about my life, but I look forward to kicking it with y'all very soon. Talk to you later.